Welcome to the I Am Awesome podcast, where we celebrate the extraordinary nature of being human. In Psalm 139, 14, it is written that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and it is time to truly understand the depth of that truth. Throughout our lives, we often forget our inherent awesomeness and amazing potential. But let's reclaim our birthright, for we are not accidents. We are carefully knit together in the womb, each of us made with a purpose. Life circumstances, whether it's trauma, upbringing, health challenges, or loss, may have caused us to doubt ourselves, but no longer. Join me along with my co-hosts as we embark on a journey to rediscover our true awesomeness. Together, we'll explore the depths of our potential, guided by the latest research, insights from experts, and inspiring stories of ordinary individuals who have achieved extraordinary results. In each episode, you can expect actionable insights and practical advice that you can implement immediately. We'll delve into topics such as personal growth, self-care, mindset, relationships, and much, much more. No matter where you are in your journey, this podcast will provide the tools and inspiration you need to step into your full potential. Are you ready to reclaim your birthright? Are you ready to stand confidently in your most awesome and amazing state of being? Then join us on the I Am Awesome podcast and together create the ultimate awesome human experience. Welcome back to another episode of the I Am Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Eric Albert, and I'm here with Melissa, who's my sidekick in this journey today. I'm so excited for the opportunity we have to bring you another, I think, jam-packed episode of some pretty helpful things. I think it's cool that we'll be able to really kind of cover the three things that I feel like life boils down to. And if you really get these three together and you really work on them actively and and in, in together and, and really be intentional about them, you could have a pretty awesome life. And that's kind of the goal of the whole podcast that we're doing is to try and bring in pieces that fall within these three pillars, we'll call them for now. And, uh, you know, just really encourage you to live your most awesome life by thinking about and assessing in these three areas. So we'll get to it in just a minute, but I want to turn it over to you and Melissa and say welcome to the, to the uh, podcast. Hey, thanks. Hi, guys. How How's everybody out there doing today? So what's your awesome thing for the week? Oh, man. You know, I have been thinking about it all week. And I feel like the last couple of weeks, I had all these different awesome things to share. And then this week, I'm just sort of, I don't know. But then I think about it. And, you know, I, I really am a positive person. And so I feel like there's always something positive in every day, no matter what's going on in your life, right? Something. And so I guess for me, the awesomeness of this week, um, I got out my sauna. I, I had bought myself a sauna for my birthday. And um, so I got it out this week and I've been using it every day. And just love my sauna. I can't imagine life without my sauna because here the weather gets cold. And so I can get up in the morning and, and do an, a workout, but I don't really sweat like I do in the summer. In the summer I will, but in the winter you just don't. And so I got to get in my sauna, get my sweat on. So that's been pretty awesome. <laughs> that's that kind is. of my story for the week. <laughs> no, that, there's... You know, it's not sexy, but it's a huge benefit, right? <laughs> You're sweating it out and getting that, you know, detox on. That's huge. Mm -hmm. It's very important to health. Yeah. yeah. I, on the same light, I've, I, it's part of my awesome thing is I uh, was able to complete the first of two steps in the uh, detox process I'm doing for the, uh, basically the liver, basically, mostly, but 
uh, just really enjoyed getting that feeling better. And it's amazing how much emotional attachment to, you know, that detox process there is, especially when you look at like, especially Chinese medicine has a lot of great connections to the organs and the emotions that we feel and the things we hold on to and stuff. And it was pretty, pretty interesting to kind of go through that. And I could see where like the irritability and I guess even a little bit of just feeling angry for almost no reason was like, what is that? And I'm like, that's, that's the liver baby for sure. Um, and then I've been really wanting to get uh, a, a squat rack and I had been looking for a while and it was so cool. Uh, I, this one just had randomly popped up like four days ago on the uh, Facebook marketplace. And I was like, no way. And it was like probably over a hundred and some dollars cheaper, maybe $150 cheaper than most I was looking at. And it was a better quality. And then I ended up going to two clients for IVs that day and they both offered me a tip and they both said it in a way the same way and they both said that they, they wanted to give me the cash so I'd have the money right now and I was like dude it was exactly what I needed to buy the rack and so I was just so cool it was just so awesome I was so excited about it and got that all set up now I just need to get a few things together and then I it comes with a pull-up bar which I I hate those things that go over the door because they always damage the door frame or put black marks and craziness on it and it's a great concept but it just doesn't work out so well and uh this one has it involved in it so it was really cool oh my gosh i love that that has always been one of my goals is to have my own uh little workout gym in my house um you know i just have weights <laughs> i have yeah. weights and tons of videos but yeah. hey. uh, to have my own equipment i know that's awesome i'm so happy yeah. for you yeah it was it wasn't really something i was wanting to spend the money that i kept seeing them for i'm like darn i really just want one because it's you know a safety thing partly but i really do want to just do squats and pull you know push pull stuff and just that basic resistance not you know like three days a week that's my goal so and to, for the safety of it this thing works out just awesome and i again i wanted that pull-up bar feature and a lot of them are kind of rickety and weird how they set those up but this one is really nicely set up so it's cool anyway we didn't have we didn't go to this podcast to talk all about that we wanted to talk about the the three core things that i guess i've just evaluated and looked at in life um, and that is boils down to spiritual health physical health and social health and there's a great scripture that i always think about a lot when it comes to like in this case, in, it was in Ecclesiastes 4.12 where Solomon's talking more or less about defending oneself and and the more strength you get doesn't always have to be in serious volume, but the the, the imagery is that, that uh, it's a two a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So I think about that in our our journey of awesomeness here and awesome human health and experience and and just becoming that awesome person basically. And it comes down to those three things. And if those three chords to me of the spiritual health, the physical health and social health are really put together well, and you're intentional and you're, you're defending those daily and working on them, uh, you know, I guess, dare I say religiously, how hard it is to take you down. And that's what I think is uh, really important in this journey called life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I think that... You know, all we're all trying to just be our awesome self every day. And what does that involve? And it takes uh, work. 
And we always have to try every single day. We don't just become awesome and then life just is so easy. We're just doing it together. We're all out there doing it together. We're all being awesome together and we're all making those good choices to be awesome together. So That's yeah, right. it does take a whole, it's a whole thing to be yeah. healthy. And, you know, obviously the spirit in, in to me, the, they all tie in together very nicely, as you'll see, as we kind of talk through them a little bit. And I imagine some of this isn't earth shattering. It's just maybe a great reminder and maybe it comes at it a, a little different perspective for you. That'll just make it click for you. Cause you just never know when, you know, the, the stars and planets align and all the things are just right. And you're open to it, finally able to hear it for the first time or see it in a fresh way. I don't know. I, I just pray that that's what you get from this. Hopefully that the faith and spirituality, um, you could also kind of, you know, dub it, I guess, or relabel it as personal development, maybe can fall into that category. But for me, it, it's just a lot of like self-assessment that first starts there. And I think I can go back to my early, early days in elementary school and uh, junior high. And I just always remember having like this sense on me, like something is missing, something is void, something isn't right. And yet I was in sports and life was busy. And I was, I'm, I'm just one of those persons, especially as a kid that it was, I always think of the Energizer Bunny and the wind-up toilet, just, just 100 miles an hour doesn't stop. And, and you know, to some, to some degree, that's great, but then there's that other side where you're going so quickly and too much and too fast all the time. Some people in these day and age would call it the ADHD stuff or whatever, that attention is just not there. I think it's being a boy at that years of my life, just so busy and excited and loving life and just, you know, recklessly going after it and, and, and no, no no uh, governor on me and like, let's just run this thing. And and that was, that was me. But I, you know, when I had moments of downtime where I, you know, people probably wouldn't have noticed it or seen it or caught on to it. Cause I never, I didn't know how to articulate it either. I just knew within me, there just was something that just, I didn't feel at home, I guess is probably the best way to say it. And so, you know, once I became, aware of what it was. And to me, that was the spirituality piece that wasn't really modeled around me, wasn't really introduced to me. I, I came to faith in Christ at age of 18 after I graduated high school, after a really bad breakup with, uh, I would say the girl that I was my high school sweetheart, who I thought, you know, was my end all be all my everything. She really became in little G God for me. Like I, I put everything into it. And if you know me, uh, you get everything on me. I'm a hundred percent in when I go with something, I'm not waffling and wa wavering. If I'm really convinced I'm all in. And so my commitment is strong and I love hard and I, and I, and I trust you fully until I can't, you know what I mean? But those, th those comes at a price, those things come at a price to me as well. And it hurts and it hurts deep. And, uh, so, you know, again, going back to that, when that all kind of happened, I think you have to take that self-assessment. And again, that's how I would describe that piece of me when I kept, you know, sitting down and going, Hmm, something was amiss. And, you know, and I, and it would cause me to then therefore, I think, search for that deeper meaning. Um, and then I think out of the spirituality, you know, piece of it all, you, you tend to find your values, your purpose, your beliefs, and start to solidify those things when you take the time to, you know, evaluate in that area. And then I think we're always looking for peace, right? And, and I know that's such an overused term, right? Oh my gosh. Like every, every, uh, you know, contestant on the, uh, 
uh, Miss America wants to say and world peace. You know what I mean? Like it's everybody's desire. I understand. So I don't want it to be a cheap use of it. I think there's really value in understanding that that internal struggle, that internal war, that that part of you when you're just questioning, like, I don't know why this is I feel this way. I don't know why this is happening. That is the inner peace that's not there. And if <clears throat> again, me evaluating it for me, I would say, you know, Jesus was the answer. Jesus is the answer. And that was the piece I was lacking was my relationship with my God not being solid. And so for me, that's that's where my spirituality piece kind of starts. That's the bedrock. That's the foundation. And then there's so much more that can be added to that and grow on, you know, growth into many more things with that, of course. So that's just that's at its core to me where I wanted to kind of just express that. You know, and I think once you realize who you are in that relationship and where you stand and what you gained, the grace that and the mercy that you get out of that relationship and the love that's beyond even words can describe, it really allows you to be it, it, it puts you in a humble place. And I'm not saying humble like, oh, I'm not deserving head down, you know, like Linus on peanuts and dragging your your blankie around just all ho hum or, you know, it's you understand where you're at in, in the bigger picture of, of the world and life. Yeah. Uh, spirituality. I mean, not even going into spirituality. Um, I feel that control is something that so many of us struggle with. We want to control every aspect of her day of our life. And really that is where that, uh, void like we feel like we're missing something there's something not there we, we're just not settled in our day-to-day -day life and once you add jesus into that and you actually really let go and let god which is very difficult for a lot of people to do you find that peace and then things do come into place and i mean we all have moments I've had many, many times where I literally feel at peace and I am okay with whatever is going to happen. And then there are days when I feel like I'm just running around crazy because I don't know what's going to happen and I just feel like I can't find that peace. So really, God is what we need to have that peace. And so many people who struggle, I mean, I find this just from talking to people in general people that struggle, 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 struggle finding that peace. It is usually people who do not believe in Jesus or do not put him in their heart and trust in him to grant them that peace. Let him take the wheel or yeah. And so, right? yeah, he's got well, to do it's, it. It's having that God lens. And, and to me, that's like when people bring up things in the world, for example, and all that that's going on, I just come back to realizing when I look through God's eyes as best as I can try and understand the where the the war is at, if let's say, and I put that kind of in air quotes, like in general, it's a spiritual battle. If you think about it, if God is the one that loves us and he just lavishes everything on us and he, we are his apple of his eye, his prized possessions, everything. I mean, he sent his son to die on a horrible experience, you know, that... I, again, words can't even best describe how awful it was because that's how much he loved me. And you look at it from that perspective, it it changes how you show uh, feel about why things are the way they are. Because if there's an enemy, then 
what would be the enemy's number one tactic in the end to wreck that relationship that God has with you and I as much as possible because he's just, that's the evil. How, how do you hurt somebody the most? How can you, that's again, if you're just going to assess like a situation and go, Hmm, how can I bring the greatest amount of hurt to someone? Like I've said before, and I think a previous podcast, like going and punching someone or shooting them or stabbing them. Yeah, it does. A, it does some damage. I get it. But at the end of the day, like it doesn't, that's, that's not as brutal as, you know, fracturing something that means the world to that person and, and torturing them in that sense, like their whole life, like that's the worst to me. Uh, so when I look at it that way, it just helps me kind of put everything in perspective, I guess. And so we kind of touched on the personal development, let's call it under that spiritual faith piece. The other part would be like your emotional, mental health, thought life mindset. When you, when you get your mindset on loftier things, being him and his words and his ideas and his spirit that seals us if you trust in Christ and believe as the Bible is clear on what happens in your that yes I believe and I receive the gift of eternal life if you will you're sealed with the Holy Spirit and so prayer becomes a big part of your life you can call it meditation if you'd like I think it's just finding some time to push the pause button and be opposite of what I was like as a kid, right? Like take all that craziness at, that goes on in chaos and just go into the prayer closet, close it down, go find a place where you can breathe and reflect and, and maybe journal. It would be a wise way to, you know, kind of flesh some of this out too. And, uh, you know, it, it, if you do that right, you can avoid, you know, the stress and anxiety and depression concerns. I think when you understand your relationship better, and again, it comes back and it comes back to that sense of calm. There's there's hope, you know, with your life and you can cope with things way better when you know who's on your team. Right. And. Uh, and then challenges when they come up, you know, they for me, it's always been so helpful to know that I've I, I again, I guess I, what I would best describe this as is I don't know how you go through life without God. I don't know. Like my life is so hard with especially each child and all of its challenges, life's hard for all of us. I'm not, not, you know, being the, the unique one here. I'm just saying like, I don't even know what it would be like to not have him on my side and know that I have that to lean on when I basically throw my hands up and say, I just don't know. And I think I need to get to that point sooner and quicker than waiting for so many, you know, wheels to fall off the bus first and crash and burn and then go, Oh, I don't know. Like, that's the challenge, you know, when Mr. Fix-It wants to show up inside me all the time, sometimes I can't and I have to let him do it. So I think that's uh, one of the cool pieces for me. Um, yeah, that's what I got on that piece of it. Oh, I love mindset. That is a really big thing for me. Um, I, I think a lot of people tend to have negative thoughts throughout the Agreed. day. If you, if you really start to pay attention to what your brain is thinking and saying to you, whether it's about yourself, whether it's about your situation, whether it's about other people, you start to notice that your brain does say a lot of negative things. And it took me a really long time to 
pay attention, acknowledge that. And, and then I would have to shift as soon as if I said something negative in my brain, I would immediately, okay, what is positive that I can say? And I would say something positive. And it took me so long that um, eventually it just became routine. And I just didn't really have those negative thoughts anymore. I mean, I, you know, negative things like, oh, somebody I love is going to be hurt, you know, just all kinds of negative stuff. And so mindset is very, very important towards your overall peace and outlook on your emotional health. And that is what I always tell everybody. If you're thinking something negative, tell yourself something positive. Whatever it is that was negative, immediately say something positive right after because that's going to start telling your brain that you want the positive. You like the positive versus the negative. And then eventually it becomes easier to think positive all the time versus all the negative all day. Absolutely. And all the brain science out now that's been probably within the last decade or less is really starting to reinforce a lot of that. And we know that what we've learned is that the brain is very basic. It wants to protect you and it wants to be safe and it wants to save you, but it's also programmable in the sense that if you even are lying about something, it will believe it. And as it's, it's true. And then if you, want to produce a positive outcome per se, you know, the more positive talk you have, the more the brain goes, Oh, I believe that's true too. So it's really a blank slate in one sense, which is really fascinating, you know? And so you're right. It, that's probably the, the biggest piece in all of this is that if you know who, then you can start to program the, you know, the, the what in, in fleshing things out. And it has all those downstream effects, right? The more you, think on these things, the more it's going to produce a certain emotion and a certain action and all those things. So if you're sitting there worried and worried and worried and worried, well, how are you going to show up when you're thinking nothing but worried thoughts? You're going to show up in a panic state and you're, you're, and I don't know, you just miss so many beautiful things when you're lying to yourself. And you know, that we'll get into it in just a second, but the physical piece has a piece of that too. Um, I was going to say, you know, the with the emotional piece to kind of wrap it up for me i think when you look at like a google maps if you know where you're going in the end it's it's easier to navigate the muddy messy middle stuff and 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 try and enjoy the journey i think there's the goal there for me and you know if you know for me heaven's where i'm going when it's all said and done no matter what all happens there's so much debate on so many things uh you know at the end of times if you want to call it that or whatever at the end of the day, if you know where you're going to end up and whose team you're going to be, you know, sitting on the sidelines with and hanging out with, it really doesn't matter. And it gives you hope, hopefully. That's what I see. So, and then I think to just quickly tie on one other little piece of this would be, you know, connection and community that gets created when you step into a faith-based relationship. You get in with others who are like-minded and you get to hang out and bring on that community piece. And then you get to, you know, share beliefs and values with other people and you get to learn from them and grow. It's that discipleship process, as some would describe it, or the mentorship. And I think that's just amazing that when you're more connected in that way with your spiritual journey, the beautiful things you can kind of come into with other humans and, and growth that kind of happens in a very more communal setting. So that would be 
me wrapping that aspect of the first of three chords there, if you will, on the faith and spirituality piece. Yeah. Um, no, I like that. I think just a, a little bit of what you were just saying about the community, uh, when you surround yourself with people who may have similar beliefs in you, you are, you tend to be, uh, more fulfilled and more motivated to feel awesome when, I mean, it's easy. You could surround yourself with people who are doing really bad things every day, every single day, and you're going to feel miserable. So yeah, if you just can go out there, find some of those like-minded people. And there's so many, there's, you know, that's one of the good things about social media. You can find a lot of people who do believe in Jesus. And those are the people that you want to follow and be friends with and have conversations with, um, you know, if yeah. you don't want to, you know, you can make groups in your town, you could have Bible, Bible groups and all kinds of different things, but yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, if you think about it, this is probably, I would say the number one priority thing to figure out because it sets everything else up though. They all kind of work together integratively. However, you know, you think about somebody who, you know, has been born maybe where they have no arms and legs, right. And uh, others that have unfortunately had something traumatic happen and they lose all use of their body and they're really stuck to their mind and their mindset and their voice and their ability to impact the world that way. So in that case, like you do the best with your physical body, you still have to maintain in any case, no matter what your situation is, the best of your ability. But that becomes where your mind and your mindset and your beliefs and your thought life becomes even greater, you know, like a Stephen Hawking, right? When, when you think about what, what he did, I, that, that's just one person that comes to mind. Like, wow, I wanted to wrap up this uh, really cool um, quote that I got. I saw from uh, Tim Tebow um, on Instagram yesterday when I was kind of looking in, uh, just kind of scrolling through. And again, that's what's wonderful about all this to me when you're open to discussions and you're thinking about these topics and you're like, man, I just want to, you know, if there's anything that I'm missing or something that we really tie things together, I love when you can scroll across something and go, oh, that fits really nicely. And so he said, when you begin to see yourself as God sees you, trying to fit in is going to be a lot less important to you. Be free to be who God says you are. You matter too much to him to be just like everyone else. I love awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, so wonderful. Um, I was just having a conversation with somebody yesterday about somebody who is a Christian and somebody else that is close to them is doing things non-Christian mm. and they are, they feel torn whether or not they should say something. And I think it really depends, you know, as a Christian, God loves everybody, whether yeah. you're doing right or wrong and you, everybody has the ability to come close to him again, anytime yeah. in your life. Absolutely. Uh, so it's really not our place it's just our place to love them and guide them and, and be that um, we just can show them the way, not tell yeah. them the way. Well, it comes back to what we've been talking about before. Stay curious, be curious, right? Be curious. And that is, you know, never assume you understand what's going on. When you know what's happening. You don't even know what they're like. People didn't know back when I was sharing my story, that internal struggle and those thoughts that I was having, I never shared those. So people could just assume one thing by my all my actions and by the way maybe I was talking and, and behaving, 
but they never, they, they don't know unless they ask questions and sit down and try and, you know, pull it out. And it's not a force thing. Like you can ask questions and if they're just not open to talking to you or not willing to forthcome thing, you know, with things, then you just have to let that be, like you said, and, and love them where they're at and, you know, just be praying about it and, and stay curious and, and again, be available when they're ready. If there's something or when an opportunity comes, if you're, if you really care and you're engaged in it and you're watching their life, you're going to notice an opportunity in a very organic, natural way that's going to serve you and them and everybody involved and make it one step closer to a beautiful outcome, right? That's the key to me. So we're going to move on to the second chord, and that is the physical body. Uh, there's so many like cliche statements and different things, but like for me, when I've always thought about this, that that question that I pose is, you know, if you don't have your health, what do you have, right? And I've seen others say health is wealth. I agree quality of your existence matters, you know, bad health, you know, turns into lack of joy, lack of fulfillment and, and misery and just being frustrated. And then you start hating your own self and it just, and now it gets into the mindset again and starts to wreck that and it goes crazy. And, you know, I think about those scriptures where they talk about, you know, when, when someone comes to you and they're cold, you know, give them the warmth then start to talk about life and fixing things or helping be a part of whatever solution based something that may be coming out of that. And if they're hungry, feed them, right? And meet, so meet them at their needs and where they're at. So maybe the spiritual piece you see in someone is you're concerned about, or you'd love to see them go in a different pathway or help fix their mindset. But if the physical body is so badly beat up, it's, it's foolish to try and go, well, let's talk about your faith. Let's talk about your mindset and how, you know, negative you are all the time. Like, no, dude, I'm hungry. Feed me first, please. And then we can have even over the meal or when I feel better or I'm healed up in that physical sense, then maybe we can have those conversations if I'm ready. Right. Like it's just we get we just we quickly judge things and rush to things too quickly. And I don't know if that comes just from our own insecurity or we just, you know, I think genuinely sometimes we just really want them to have their best freaking life. And so we just, we're hundred miles an hour. So let's do this. And oh, I got all these things. Like I've, I've, I've outlined all these, you know, 500,000 points and we can help you. Ah, you know, I don't know. It's just, so I, I think it comes sometimes from a place of wanting to do good, but it's slowing down and realize it's a kind of like putting a puzzle together. It's piece by piece. And we need to slow down and help those people and meet them where they're at, whatever that looks like. Um, but again, I think, like I was saying before, these all tie in together because your mental health starts to improve. You know, when you get moving and doing exercise or walking or getting out in nature, doing those things to move your body, sweating, like you were talking about earlier in the, you know, with your sauna and all those therapies, it starts to help the mind clear and the, fo the focus becomes better and you feel like the scales fall off your eyes and the sun's brighter and the greens are greener in the world and the blue sky is much blue. You know, all those things you start to feel so good when you have that clarity, like that now helps you again, really appreciate, you know, the spiritual piece to your life or other aspects of life. And I think that's cool. And energy, vitality, productivity goes up. Then you start to get momentum. You start to feel a sense of accomplishment, you know, all of these things. And then confidence, self-esteem, better relationships and then joy, fulfillment, happiness. Ah, you know, like it's just so you can see where this all just really starts to snowball down and pick up steam and, and, and just it's, you crush your life. I think when you put these two pieces together and then, um, I would say, you know, the next third chord is, is going to be, you know, going, I call it outreach or 
doing something bigger than yourself, doing something out in the world, even if it's a small thing, like it could be your community, it could be your neighbor. I mean, it's not like you got to be, you know, um, you know, feed the children or something big organizationally. It doesn't, that's not what we're saying. It's unique to you figuring that out. But I think it's hard, you know, again, you could start at any one of these points. I think you just need to try and circle around and wrap these three chords together, right? Yeah. Um, our mindset control can control our physical health so much. It is so true that you can think yourself sick and you can think yourself happy. You can think yourself sad. And so, you know, that is a really important part of the physical body as well. So, but then, yeah, you just really need to go feed the, what's the, the basic need you're needing physically, you know, food, water, I, I need to go move my body. I need to go for a walk, whatever it is, you feed that first, and then you worry about everything else after. Uh, that is a very, very important part of just overall well-being and health for sure. Yep. And then, you know, I think in the tying things together here with the outreach, like I said, going out and doing something impactful in the world, bigger in the world, you know, I think we all have an innate desire to make a difference if we're really honest with ourselves. But we question like, oh, you know, we have reasons that, and they might be legit, to be honest. Like, let's be fair about that too. Timing is everything. So trying to do this before you're, let's say, physically able to go sustain whatever it's going to take to do that. That's important. So going back to that whole beginning of assessing things, right? But if you get a chance to, you know, get that outreach going and fulfill that desire that you have to make a difference and leave a legacy, if you will, you know, you find your sense of purpose in that you connect and belong, you're stronger, you get strong, more supportive relationships. Again, personal growth, you know, increased learning, new skills, you know, deeper understanding of yourself and others in the world at large. And different cultures you get to possibly experience, maybe different cultural beliefs and experiences and angles and perspectives. I mean, there's just so much that, you know, essentially builds. Oh yeah. I was going to say the other thing, it builds resilience too. Like, you know, like they always say tough times don't last, but tough people do. Right. And so when you go on the outreach piece, I think you build that resilience. You, you really get to experience everything you've kind of put together in your physical health and your mental game. And your spiritual health, right? So those all tie in when you go out into the world. So I, I would say for one and two being your faith in your physical body, and I, and I don't think we defined it well on the physical body. That also includes the hormonal piece. That includes the emotional pieces. That so it's not just the physical body, but it's you as the human being. You know, let's call it your meat suit you're in, right? The whole thing. That's that's what I wanted to clarify with the physical body. So I would say getting those two right in in order first you know and then do the outreach but again i again i can see an on-ramp to every one of these areas that that kind of comes puts you in full circle because you could be touched by an outreach moment and then that makes you wake up to gosh i would love to do this but i my physical health or my you know i'm, I'm just not stable in xyz i need to fix so it could open you up to realizing hey i'm aware of the fact that i would love to do this but i'm not in a position yet to do it so let's go fix those things so i can and that to me is um, really cool. I, I just kind of to wrap all of this into, you know, seeing how they all tie into each other, all integrative, they're all connected and they have a lot of overlap. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, these three things enrich your life. You get a sense of belonging, a purpose, you develop personal growth and you can contribute 
positively to the world when you work on these three areas of your life. That's why I think I don't see any other, I guess I've, I've heard some people say money, right? Add money as a fourth piece to this, how you manage your money, spend your money and handle that and your emotional connection and your thoughts about it and all the things um, that that's probably a fourth piece you could tack onto that, that would in, you know, infuse into all three of these areas. Cause it could take money to get your physical body, right? It could also take outreach dollars to go and make an impact depending on what you're planning to do. And obviously the faith and spirituality piece, you might need to counsel with somebody. You might need to spend time working through some things that are really hard and heavy and, and they're real like trauma and, you know, such to, you know, and professionals are there that you need to maybe compensate for. So I guess that's a fourth piece you could kind of infuse into that. Maybe that's the, uh, the, the hidden piece to that, that makes it all work. And it's an obvious piece. So that would be my way of wrapping all of this up. When you're talking, I'm seeing in my head, you know, a circle and you've got like physical and spiritual and outreach and like there's an arrow pointing to each one so it's like a never-ending yeah. and you can start with anyone you want and yeah eventually the other ones will all fall into place but right in the yeah. center of all of those is you got to have this yeah right. amen i love it well thank you again for bearing with us through another awesome episode i hope it finds you in a place of assessing your current situation in these three areas and you know, maybe grading it and putting it on a scale of one to 10 in each one and, and figuring out where you feel like you could improve and make an impact for yourself to show up bigger and better in the world and feel better about yourself and know you know where you're going when it's all said and done. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you again and talking with you on another, on another episode. And I, uh, again, wish you all the best and ask you to go be what you already are. And that is awesome. Hey there, you awesome, amazing human. Before you go, did you love this episode of the I'm Awesome Podcast? Great. Head over to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to us on and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. We read every single one of your reviews. Thank you. And to connect further with us, please be sure to head over to our Facebook page. Until next time, go and be what you know you already are. Awesome.